What up, folks? It's another episode, and we want to make sure you're following us. Where are we at, Alex? Where, where, what, what places are we at? Oh, the the, the, f- the media, the social in the ether in the places. Ether. In the oh, internet. yeah. Okay, physically we're in New York City. I was but say, physically in the we're ether, right here. <laughs> you can have us right in the palm of your hand Pop, if you're where if you're on SoundCloud, yeah. Stitcher, uh-huh. Apple Podcasts. What up? Oh, and follow us on social media: Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And Dablin Dribblin everywhere. So you All gotta follow them. us because we talk about some fun things. Mm-hmm. Week sixteen of basketball. But before before we go into basketball, we always start with good things. Yeah, there's we, a lot of good vibes at the top of the show. Right, so for the most part. I mean, we start off a little shaky with the Grammys because it's the Grammys. Everyone's got opinions on music. Yeah. Sensibility. Now, music is universal, but also not really, right? That's yeah, a thing. I would say very much not really. Like it's people, most people like music unless yeah. you're you. No, I like to dance. <laughs> Right. Like music, but I just some of the music though. Yeah, some of the music is garbage, but uh, we talk into we get into that, and uh, we dive right into some other more fun stuff about um, uh, the Black Panther movie. We mm-hmm. talk about the Black Panther movie a lot in this cast. It comes up a couple times, and I'm not even times. mad about it. No, I'm really hyped. It's gonna, to see this. It's going to be so good, and I just, ugh, it just gives me all the feelings of goodness. Yeah. Um, and then some, some nonsense being removed as far as the logos of some sports teams. Mm. Well, one specific sports team. One specific sports team is finally getting their act together. Yeah. Doing it for the people. Doing it for, doing it for the gram? No, just doing it for the people. No. Just <laughs> um, and then we rounded off with some political talk about the State of the Union and just some White House nonsense. But, I mean. What else is new? There, I mean, literally, at this point, we just need to do a kibosh on all things White House because it is just dumb. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And we talk, we go dive right into some basketball where we talk very deeply into all the injuries that are happening. So many. So many. And the trade of the freaking day. Um, And into some rumors, right? Yeah. And some rumor, some myth busting. Some myth. It's debatable. It's something. Yeah. It's something. But as far as basketball yeah it's it, it's a mm, it's, get it from the king's mouth is what i'll say oh the king all right so i mean i think it's a pretty fun cast so you should check it out yeah we'll see you in a bit what up folks welcome to another episode of dabble and Dribbling with alex and Bry. hey before we begin i think we should start in our dabbling section with some good stuff out there in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're good? You're I've, you're toasty? Toasty? I don't know. I, I've that, had several f- slices of toast lately, actually. <laughs> I'm back on bread. I was okay there for a while, but I, I love that did loaf. You, did you stop eating bread? Yeah, just for a, a minute. Is that, are you being dead serious? Yeah. I was like, it felt like I was going through like four slices a day. Oh, that's, and a, you lot hear of, that's that, a lot of bread. Well, that's what people say. But my body says, no, we could do more. <laughs> Four is light. I, I like, I like, uh, so I, I like uh, the amount of food, yeah, toast you're putting in my it body. It was fine. <laughs> and then I went off it for a while because I thought people are saying I should. Um, but now I'm back but on sugar, it. It's, that's, yeah, but yeah, I 
eat more vegetables now too. So those four slices yeah. are all good. Yeah, that makes I sense. I feel toasty. Thank you for asking. I, I think that's what the kids say. Maybe they don't say that. Maybe I'm making that up. I'm making that up. I don't know what kids you hang out with. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, who, who do you hang out with, Brian? Um, how are okay. you? Wait, 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 how are you? I'm good. I'm like, I'm just glad this week is over. Mm-hmm. We're recording our cast a little bit late. We've had, like, both of us have had had some weeks. We let's, had a week. Let's not lie. We could have started this recording three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been procrastinating to get this on wax. Um, we sat through a basketball game uh-huh. that... Looked like it was going to be boring, and then it was interesting, and then we remember both, neither of these teams are in the playoffs right now. Ever. <laughs> so, At least in the, in the near future. But we both got things off our chest, like from yeah. our week, and we were able to decompress. Yes, yeah. we needed that. Yeah. So this cast is going to be real interesting because it's past our bedtime. Yeah. But I have full faith. I mean, we do, do you know us? <laughs> have you met have us? Have you met us? We are... Uh, we're we're a uh, we're champions. We're gonna power through this. What do we have going? All right, so there's so let's talk about good stuff before mm-hmm. we get into mess. Um, so first things first, um, the Grammys happened. Yes, they did. Um, they were okay. I watched it. I'm assuming you didn't. I did not watch the performance. I saw some of the red carpet. Yeah, that's about it. Saw some Uzi Vert action with Juliana Rancic. Being very uncomfortable as a white woman talking to a black man. Just who, wake up, eat pop tarts. Purposely gave her a hard time. I loved every aspect of that. Did interview. he purposely give her a hard Absolutely, time? Absolutely, of course. I hope he did. Yeah, I think it's a hope. I kind of feel like he was sincere. When she asked him, What are you going to do with your money? No, he, I think that's exactly what he's going to do, but I also think he's like, <laughs> I'm going to make this white woman feel really uncomfortable. He's like, I'm thinking about all the stuff I'm going to buy the next day yeah. if I get all this money. Yeah, that's literally what he's <laughs> I like thinking. to shop. I like to shop. Okay. I, and you know Who what? doesn't? Who doesn't? Right. Like, why not? Let him let him live his life, right? You saw the performances, though. Yeah, so it started off with Kendrick performing, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And I, I'm sure you have not watched it, but mm. he was, um, you know, he was classic Kendrick in that he, uh, he had something to say mm-hmm. and he said it very clearly. Mm-hmm. And after it happened, I said, can we make sure we have the nation of Islam protecting him? Because I'm fairly certain his life is on the line because he talked about like visually, mm-hmm. like he, he was rapping and he was talking, obviously music from his album. Damn, which didn't win record mm-hmm. of the year, whatever. Um, and there was a moment where everyone, the dancers were all wearing like red hoodies, red, like everything red. Mm-hmm. And as the music was going on, it was like as though they were getting shot and they were getting shot in like the way the dancing was. Yeah. And like clearly he's talking about violence. He's talking about um, black bodies being dead. Like he's talking about all these different things. I'm like, oh, damn, that's a way to start the yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, he's not, like, explicitly saying that. Obviously, he's saying it through his music. Mm-hmm. Um, but he started off the show. It was a great... I was like, so the show's over, right? Because I don't know how you're going to make... Shut it down. Like, how are you going to do better than right. what just happened? You hit a climax at the beginning, right. and now it's all downhill. Right. That's just, like, it's sad if mm. that's the case. Mm. So, anyway. Um, so, that happened, and um, it was very awesome. Well, he and, did that similar, like... The couple of years ago when he had the prison incarceration mm-hmm. piece yeah. and the flames were shooting up yeah. and all that. And, and Beyonce came at one point, I think. Yeah. And you're just, awesome. you're just watching him 
just almost be, light the Grammys on fire. Right. And we were all like all people of color were like, yes. Yeah. We and were okay with that. Now he does it in this context. And I feel like it's almost, well, I'll get into my thoughts on the Grammys probably mm-hmm. in terms of um, what we consider like best music of the year, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Kendrick as the guy, as the political mm-hmm. piece. Yeah. I have, I have thoughts. Go ahead. I mean, I think, I mean, he, he's smart. He's, he's a dude that I, like, I respect incredibly, obviously, and I love his music. And so, I mean, I thought it was great that he he used that platform to do that. Sure. So, I mean, he started it off and then it moved on to, you know, the awards. Basically, Kendrick won everything that had rap in it. So, like, best rap album. Oh, he did win best rap album. Best rap album, rap single, like whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. anything rap related. So the Grammys were like, yeah, black man, you can get the rap stuff. Yeah. But Um, not the big one in the end. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, The performances were fun as per usual. Um, I think the, I think one of the more emotional aspects of the show was when Kesha sang. She sang. Oh, Kesha sang? Yeah, she sang, um, she sang the song Praying. Uh, which is literally her, the song she wrote, like against not against, but she's like, I, I prayed that you hope you find your peace because I'm good, because you know. Um, For the and, guy who assaulted her. Uh yeah the the music record producer, the record producer yeah the record music Owner? person whoever he is label master the guy behind Bowser the guy behind not the mic but, douchebag but a but a not nice alleged guy. douchebag allegedly i mean we it's, we slut shamed her for so long and when all of this was going down because wait what do you mean we slut shamed her we as a society like the society i didn't slut shame her okay my understanding was she was uh what was that song she had the uh, get some glam, put some <laughs> glitter, make it rain. Like it, she was living glitter and making it rain, and right. she then uh, went nowhere and just like fell off the grid. Well, then, she fell off the grid because of the things that were happening. Then I found that out, right. but I didn't think during that time she fell off and was being like shamed for. Well, it. then she, because she came forward about what happened, and and he, his team, was trying to like slut shame oh, her yeah. and things like that. So, sure. um, and some people kind of were okay with that too, which is really sad but she's wearing all white um and she had um i think she had a bunch of people cindy lopper uh, uh camila cabello for like uh, just a bunch of women um audrey day came out and like they all sang with her like she was the main focus and they were all it was just like a bunch of women all wearing white singing with her um and it was just a it was a very what? emotional po- it was a very emotional moment kesha yeah, it was, and she sang beautifully. The song was like incredibly done, um, and I, even I was getting emotional just because, if, especially for what she's gone through, yeah. and for her to just she's be. Had a tough road. Yeah, so I thought that was a beautiful performance. Um, and a, after her performance, um, Camila Cabello, she um, she talked about immigrate immig- being an immigrant herself, and mm-hmm. like all these different things, and that was great. Whatever, like she, and it was great message and all that stuff. Because the person who stole the show was Blue Ivy, because mm. Blue and Beyonce and Jay were in the front row, mm-hmm. and after they were clapping or whatever, was something that was said. Uh, Blue turns to Beyonce and goes, "Like what? she shushed her parents," <laughs> and it, it was like the best moment. Of, and I was just like, "Oh, 
we all think Beyonce and Jay are king and queen, but we all know Blue runs everything. I... <laughs> Mother, father, please. Like, you are embarrassing us. The way she did it, if yeah. I showed you the gif, you would be like, this, this girl is running everything. She's I, running everything. I take you to the Grammys, and this is how you act? Like, get your... Get, we as a group need to get our life together. Chop, chop, everyone. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest thing with the Grammys, I think people were mostly upset because... Um, Bruno took everything? Bruno took everything. I like Bruno's album. It's very fun. Um, I appreciate that he stands for the black influences in his life that have influenced his music. Like, he said that in his... Alright. You know, like, I'm, I appreciate that you're not saying that this is your own. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. there are people in the past mm. of color. He's mm. also a man of color, so, like... Yeah, it you know, gets tricky when we talk about Bruno. Right. It gets... So I appreciate that. Did I think he deserved to win the biggest awards? No, I don't think he deserved to win it. I, I wasn't surprised that he won it because of the voting body. Yeah, what are we talking about, right? That's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. We're talking about the music industry. Mm-hmm. These are the music industry A awards. A bunch of old white men were voting for this. This is about records, gold and platinum, mm-hmm. and several times over. Yeah. We're, that's my grievance with the Grammys and why I don't watch it is mm-hmm. because we're celebrating music that is only for the mainstream. Yeah. And so Kendrick can be the one political artist because mm-hmm. we'll allow a political artist in. Yeah. And then Kesha, because this moment is hot right now, let's and have these important. women in all white. Yeah. And so let's put Kesha in there. Um, but it's all stuff that's easily digestible for everyone yeah. across the board. But you've got some people out here making music that is really challenging and, mm-hmm. and experimental and cutting edge and moving. And speaking about things that are tough to talk about yeah like much nuanced yeah Yeah. and i just i just the grammys to me is too much red carpet and uh ceremony and thoroughfare Mm -hmm. and i just eh, i'd rather just delve into some live music somewhere else exactly and it was back in new york which is which was kind of hell to be around like i went to church up uptown Mm -hmm. uh for the first time in a while just because i wanted to check out a church that was uptown and it was it was right by MSG, and I was like, "Oh, this is hell!" <laughs> like I'm like, "Oh, I hate this." Yeah, because <laughs> oh, there's too many the worst, too many like paparazzi right. and like you know just pe- like industry people, which you know it makes sense. It's part of part of the gig. So the Grammys happened. You know, I I how many did Bruno win? It like looks like six. Six. Yeah, it looked I like he was holding was six. six of those trophies. Yeah. I'm like damn. I mean, okay. The music is catchy, like, and it reminds it reminds me of a different, like, a different era, like the, the era yes. that we grew up with, which yeah, is so yeah, yeah. Like, for me very nostalgic. It's it's a feel good, like, there's no knock on Twenty Four Karat, like, it's a good album, it's mm-hmm, fun, mm-hmm. and I enjoy it. But I think there's, I think people can be apprehensive of him because, you know, like, is he trying to be black? Is he trying to? What is he? He's, I believe, he's part Filipino, part Hawaiian. Polynesian, like he's a mix of a bunch of things. He's like five foot four, isn't he? Yeah, he's down. He's there. a little bit taller than me. He's fun size. He's fun size. Okay. And um, the boy that's can dance. Amazing. And like the, I believe his music video, he either like directed it or and helped choreograph. Like he helped like vision all of that's it. That's good. Like, like he is. He's smart. very talented. And the thing is, it's he's very similar to me, like Justin Timberlake. Like it's, there are moments where they, like the. 
the nuances of race gets kind of with, with Justin, he can choose to he's white, right? So right. like his his race stuff is like different mm-hmm. that but that I have issues with. But like with Bruno, his race stuff like he is a man of color. So like there is things that he's had to struggle with and like music has influenced him in various ways and stuff like that. But um, it's just interesting. Like I think people are just concerned of what what is he really trying to say in his music when it is when he is singing. He's surrounded by people of color, oftentimes almost all black. Have you listened to 24 Karat? Mm-hmm. What is the... Uh, I only know Bruno in the pop sense. It comes mm-hmm. out on the top 40. Yeah. Is there a range of songs on there from the sorrowful, so, yeah. like, like yeah. the deep mm-hmm. ballads? He has a couple of ballads in there. Um, I guess Versace on the floor is like uh, the ballad. Um and he has the like finesses on there without Cardi. without without Cardi without Cardi it was still really fun with Cardi it just oh wait so the one we saw is made just for the video but the actual she, album she's not on there she, not on the actual album Ooh. so this was like a, a thing that he added her to because he he was just like I want her to be on this and I think she would be great and she was and she she and is they performed and it was so much fun it was like I was like it felt like. She's in amazing. Color. She's she, so fun. And she had the time of her life. She Every day she's having the time of her life. And she I'm, needs to dump that dude who cheats on her. Say it again. Did I say that? Yes, Sorry, you did. that came out <laughs> all wrong. I didn't mean to. That just was word vomit. But I was like, this chap is cheating on you? Girl, you... She's beautiful. She's she talented. Is. It's just sad. Well, but, it's just too early for, for him, maybe, as a young man to... Yeah. Just to calm, calm down. Just go, just don't, you don't need to be committed right now. That's fine. I have a question, a serious question. Okay. Um, Please explain to me Mm -hmm. what the difference is between album of the year and record of the year. I have absolutely no idea. Why are we, why, what is this? What does Google say? What is the difference, difference between album Mm. of the year and record of the year? It's uh, no one's telling me why. You know how sometimes when you ask a question to Google, it gives you the answer like in a box. Sometimes mm-hmm. why didn't it do that? It seems song of the year is <laughs> no. So album of the year is the most self-explanatory. It rewards well albums like record of the year. It's a performance and production award that goes to the artist and the album's producer and recording engineer. That's album of the year. It goes to the artist, the album's producer, and the recording engineer. Record of the Year rewards the song's performance and production. So Record of the Year recognizes the artist, Mm -hmm. uh, producer, and the record engineer and mixers. Um, Okay, so both of... None of it makes sense. Grammys get your life together. Yeah, you you know more about music than I do. I'm just trying to understand. Someone tries to explain production to me. Yeah. In any context, yeah. production, like, be it film or music, yeah. I don't know what it means. Yeah. I mean, like, just sound engineering and, like, making sure the things that are lower are higher, higher are lower, in the middle are right where they're supposed it's to be. It's refining a product. Yes. That's the production piece. Yeah. It's, the, it's the editor. It's like the editor-in-chief of a, of a book yes. company. 
Sure. So you write the author writes something mm-hmm. and goes through the editor. So the who author is the, producer. Is the artist. Mm-hmm. And it goes through the editor. Who is the producer? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the mixer is the one that probably the other managing editors mm-hmm. who help make sure that the commas are in the right place. The you know there's right words everywhere that it needs to be. Okay. This makes more and, sense no, to me or now. The pers- or, or it's the person who, like, helps de- design and develop, like, the book sleeve. I was going to say, the book sleeve or you choose the font. Yeah. And yeah. the ink type. Mm-hmm. The page. Yeah. Page. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I would, that would be where's, the Where's mixers. the number going? Top yeah. right, bottom right, mm-hmm. middle. Right. We did a good this job is, of this. I, hey, hey. I'm this really is, proud of us. You know what? We did good here. It's been fun, folks. Good cast this week. All right, we're out right, of here. We're done. <laughs> this is we've explained everything. Production. Um, and we could be all wrong at this point, but I think no, the analogy. For, I feel confident. By all, for all intents and purposes, we did it. And I'm running with this explanation because before this, I had nothing. Right. So okay, I can compare music and film to books now, and it mm-hmm. makes more sense. And it makes you feel better. The anatomy of a book is very sexy. So sexy. The spine, uh-huh. the the covers. The, when, it, if I go to a person's house and mm-hmm. they don't have a book lying around somewhere... Mm-mm, they get nothing. No sex. <laughs> well, there's that. But also just, we're probably not going to have a second date. Yeah, right. Or the, a third, or a fourth, or a fifth, or wherever we're at. There's a, mag, uh, a magnet at the Strand mm-hmm. bookstore that says... If he doesn't have books, don't fuck him. Wow. <laughs> wow. <And> yeah. <laughs> That's... Uh, Direct. Is it wrong, ladies uh, I don't, and yeah. gentlemen? No. But here's the thing, and I pitched this idea. I don't want to spend too much time on this idea, mm-hmm. but I introduced this months ago. The idea of everything's going electronic. People are using pads and Kindles yeah, and all this. Yeah, we about this. The huge bookshelf, the e-bookshelf, mm-hmm. where you're... Your you books are displayed. Displayed spine wise. It's you want it to be the fireplace, YouTube fireplace. Yeah, the YouTube fireplace of but books. But it's of books. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. And you can on your shelves determine how they're arranged. You can do it color coordinated. <laughs> you can do it by author. Mm-hmm. You can do it by the um, title. Title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do all this. You can do it by um, um, like area of focus or theme <laughs> you know it could be like non-fiction fiction mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff and uh you just click of a button just click right there button. on your this is an idea it's a free idea anyone who wants to do it just take it run with it make millions of dollars mm-hmm. i just don't care to start this up to make huge what plasma if, screens if, it could have been the alex merchant theory like the alex essentially merchant. what i'm talking about is a giant ipad <laughs> for your wall <laughs> And some people would say, can't I just use my TV like that? Yeah, but yeah. when you want to watch your TV, right. you still want your books to be there for people yeah. to see. And it's like, it's well, sexy. why do I want my books displayed there? I mean, because of you, my bookshelf has become an art piece in my apartment. Oh, it looks good. It does look good, friend. Except we need to put the books back. Okay, anyway, that's beyond this. So there's that. So Grammys happened. Um, did you see the Black Panther premiere that came out this past week? I mean, not see. Mean? Premiere. Like, like the, the big party that's like, this is the premiere. Oh, like I saw those kids dancing on that video you showed me. Right, but they, that's because they're going to go see Sixth Black grade. Panther. It was a fourth grade classroom? 
it was it seemed ooh, like a cafeteria but anyway that's not what we're talking about mm. we're talking about so like when a movie comes out there's a premiere it usually it doesn't happen the day that it comes out it usually happens like you like know, a, a week, week before earlier. or something yeah. like that and it's when all the stars come out it's in Hollywood or yeah. in New York and it's you know everyone looking pristine and wonderful like very nice and promoting it's a way to promote right it's a way to promote the movie that's coming out you know yeah. next week or whatever have you seen the beauty that is... Are you going to say... What am I going to say? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, God. He looks so fine. <laughs> they, like, every, no, but everybody who went to the... Not even the people who were, like, in the movie. Uh-huh. So all of the people of color that were there. Uh-huh. I, like, it felt like it was African royalty walking down. Oh, my. It was, it was one of the most beautiful things I've seen in some, in some time. And I was just like, I'm... I really... I am turned on by everybody here. Yeah. Like, like, oh my god! It was, it was like Angela Bassett. Oh, was Angela great. Bassett. I think Angela Bassett was. Hold on, let me see. Is Blah. she in the movie? Or she was just there? No, I think she is in the movie. Oh my goodness! I can't wait to see this movie. It's one of the movies I, one of the rare movies I have looked forward to seeing. It's. Uh, I'm just. They all looked so good. Um, Issa Rae was there because she was just there. She's not in the movie. Is that Issa Sword? No, Issa Rae from Insecure, the mo- the show that you're not, you don't you. watch but Got should watch. Got you. Got you. Okay. We really need to get your black card out. I'm not going to watch that show. It, you would relate to it. Relates to our life so. I'm sure it does. Well. Just so like, so does Broad City. This would relate to it more. There are varying Literally, degrees I, of everything. No, I need sure. you to give me your black card. Sure. I'm like you I'm just just, gonna, just give it. to What me. was that guy you just showed me? The rapper. Lil Uzi Vert? Lil Uzi Vert? <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit I do not want to watch. I'm sorry. Well, that's not what it is. Well, no, I know. But I'm just saying, like, there are varying levels of this black card business. Sure. You sign on for certain things. Um, that's fair. Yeah. That's I'm, fair. I'm deep into my, um, like, my Rory right now. Your Rory? Rory. He's an artist from Georgia. Okay, so you know what I thought you were th- saying? No. I thought you were saying Rory from Gilmore Girls. I'm like... Oh, God. I'm like... You're a white teenage I don't, I girl? Can't, I can't tell the difference between Gilmore Girls and Girls. Oh, uh, Girls is bad, so don't even waste your time. Yeah, I just don't know all the different sitcoms. Anyways, so it was beautiful. You should look at the premiere, just like pictures. You okay. should, can you just Google it? Yeah, I'll look at it. All right, you, you just keep rolling. I'm just going to so look up some pictures. everyone looked beautiful. It genuinely felt like... I, 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 I want to say that... I think the invitation was like black royalty was the theme because everyone was just wearing mm. it, it not Af- African garb, but just like just a lot of vibrant colors and just very beautiful in general. So, yeah, I mean, there's some I mean, who shoot. They hired some models to be like gatekeepers with these spears. <laughs> Even they look good. <laughs> Um, oh my goodness. Lupita was stunning. I'm looking at Lupita like. Stunning. Who made this dress? Because it is flowing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Sister. It, it's just gorgeous. So. Well, it's melanin. That's what. And serious. Ugh. Yo, was, can, I, can we talk ready. about Janelle Monet? Oh, she looks great Everything. too. Everything. Okay. Oh, I forgot to mention Janelle Monet is in my top 10. Oh, that makes sense. She's in my top five. Really? She's in your mm-hmm. top five now? She's, yeah, she's definitely in my top five. I always forget, but her musical talent mm-hmm. sets her in a different, it transcends everything. Mm-hmm. So I saw her at 
perform in Brooklyn in Prospect Park. Mm. A friend and I went, and we didn't have anything to drink. Mm-hmm. We were just out there right. just to Enjoy listen. The music. It was a free yeah. concert. I tell you, I had not heard Electric Lady or any of her stuff from that album. Um, it was all new to me. Right. My friend and I were out there dancing like no one else, and we had... Nothing in our system. No substances. No substances. Just, just pure elation from geez. the way she was performing. Mm-hmm. And I listened to her album after that mm-hmm. over and over and oh, over for it's, weeks. It's one of, yeah, it's, she's phenomenal. She's amazing. And then she acts too, and she's just like, she's just gorgeous. Angela Bassett, yes, girl. <laughs> oh, childish Gambino. <laughs> they all looked great. So I just thought, if, you know, let's put some goodness out there. And last but definitely not least, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about um, the Cleveland Indians. What about the Cleveland Indians? So you know how their uh, lo- their icon, their logo, their mascot is Chief Wahoo. Yeah, the Indian caricature. The caricature. It's really messed up. Really messed up. Very racist. Very, very racist. Extremely racist, and I can't believe it still hasn't been taken down. Actually. What. It has been. What are you talking about? They are not put. They are now removing the Chief Wahoo off of like anything Cleveland Indians, um, mm. and like like removing it and all those other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to the Cleveland Indians, I believe they are still like it is. If people wanted to buy it, there is going to be in some merchandise. But as far as the Cleveland Indians Chief Wahoo logo on uniforms are concerned, is going to they're going to stop using it. In 2019. So this coming season. Like this next season. Wait. This season is going to be over. Like the the World Series will happen in the summer. and World Series is in October. Is it? Oh, yes. It is in October. So the next season. So next season. After this coming season. Yeah. Wait. Aren't we in this season right now? Aren't the baseball? No, baseball's not on right now. So in 2019, it's going to be done. Whatever, it's gone. This next season, they're going to not have it. This upcoming season? Yes. Okay. So. Um, Is it just going to be the C? Because I see they have caps with a C on it, and they have an I, like a cursive letter I. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just going to go with the letters. Yes. the, The Chief Wahoo logo will be gone on the uniforms. I will tell you what. I'm not entirely... Uh, I'm not entirely behind the idea of using the term Indians as a mascot, but just the step of removing that super racist Mm -hmm. image is a step in the right direction. Redskins, you're next. Yo, that red... How the hell are you going to have a team called the the Redskins? Like, I'm like... Seriously? The Redskins? Seriously? Oh no, we're honoring our. Uh, no, you're our, not. You, what tribe? No, not. What tribe are you honoring? The, Which the, tribe is the that? The Redskins. The Redskins. Derogatory term used for Native Americans. Makes me want to throw up. At least the image, because the image makes you think it's an honorable yeah mention. Because it's not a caricature. It's like a, a portrait of mm-hmm. a Native American. An American, yep, yep. It's a portrait of a Native American. You put a, yep, a vulnerable population mm-hmm. that was that nearly was murdered. eradicated, murdered. That ooh, I know. But I don't know. Hey, how. at least it's a step in the a uh, direction. Have you seen those shirts that people have that say the Cleveland Caucasians? 
Oh my god. Oh Google god. that. Google that. Right now. <laughs> Cleveland Caucasians. Cleveland. That's one of the things that I think pushed this in the right direction is that they started appropriating the image of Chief Owa- uh, Chief Wahoo mm-hmm. and saying, Okay, here you go. And Here's it's, a, white, it's a wh- caricatured white dude. B- blue eyes, blonde hair, pretty much the same I can, Wahoo I can character. I tell if it's a blue eyes, but like, yeah, the blonde hair, light skin. Instead of the feather sticking up, it's like a green dollar sign. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, God, this is awesome. And so there was a broad, I forget which journalist wore it on one of the shows on mm-hmm. ESPN. Yeah. But he was just doing an interview one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And you know how they have Twitter handles and stuff in yeah, their yeah. lower bar? Uh Midway through the interview, the person asking him questions, she asked him, so we have some people weighing in on social media. They're asking about your shirt. <laughs> like, what about my shirt? Like, you want to explain it? He goes, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, the Cleveland Caucasians. Right. And he just said a little bit more about it, but he didn't elaborate very much. And he was like, listen, uh, are we going to pretend like this is okay. <laughs> right? Like, I just made a point. Right. That, like, come on now. Are people having issues with this? That we're using white people as a caricature for a mascot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's the problem, <laughs> that's actually. That's real that's, issue. That is actually what we're talking about. God, it's like, it's like, hey, the Baltimore Negroes. Let's have, like, you what would, would you do? do? You would How never would that, that work out? Or like, you know, the California chinks. Like, you, yeah. what? You the Portland Crackers. Yeah. Like, no. This is not, no. It's not a good idea. Nope. So, and I apologies went, for saying any of those things. Like, we are obviously. We could have gone it. farther. Yeah. I, I think we did it. We were fine. <laughs> I think um, the, what's going to help one day. The Redskins. Here's how I see it going down with the Redskins logo changing. I don't changing. think it's going to happen. Here's how it happens. You get someone like, okay, right now what's happening? I don't want to get too into sports because I know it's our dabbling section, but Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. is being called right now mm-hmm. the best quarterback free agent prospect in NFL history. Well, in recent history. Like... Think Drew Brees, mm-hmm. but Drew Brees came off of shoulder surgery. Right, right. Kirk Cousins has no flaws in his game, and he is healthy in his prime. Mm. And so he is the star quarterback of the Washington Redskins up until just now when they realized he wasn't going to sign with them again. Right. So they brought in a different guy. But Kirk Cousins can go wherever he wanted to. If Kirk, if Kirk would have been the guy... Or any quarterback in the future who's a franchise, mm-hmm. LeBron James, uh, uh, Tom Brady caliber player. Mm. Oh, everybody wants some Pam Max dollars. If you mm. get them on your team, you know you're going to the big dance. Right. Do whatever you can to get them. Then that guy gets a pitch from Washington, and Washington says, We can offer you the most money. Come play for us. Right. And that player turns around and says, I'll play for you on one condition. Change the name. Change the name. The whole thing. The image, the name, everything. Okay, we'll do it after year two. One, it's going to take some... No, no, no. You need to do that today. No, if it... Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I need that going through the court. I'll give you an extra week to put that through. And if you can't do that, that's that's too bad. Yeah. And that's what it's going to take. That would... Yeah, it's going to take something drastic because... Money talks. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to take something pretty big like that. So uh, do we want to go into some BS? 
Oh, yeah. Do you want to, of I was worried there was going to be none. <laughs> Let's do that. No BS? <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not so, sure. uh, Amorosa got a new job. I'm sorry. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> are you going to vomit? Yes. <laughs> so, Amorosa is going from the White House to the Big Brother house. She's on Big Brother. Yep. So, that's going to be a mess. I, I don't watch Big Brother to know anything about it, but it's a celebrity Big Brother. I believe Rudy from Co- The Cosby Show is going to be there. Rudy! <laughs> You're the worst <laughs> for doing that. You are you are a terrible human for doing that. <laughs> oh, um, God. There's other people I don't know. Um, but So, like, that happened, and then the State of the Union happened on Tuesday. Yeah, it did. I, so, I will say that I listened to it. Uh-huh. I watched it. Yeah. It was over 90 minutes long. It was very long. He's, and the only other president that has like been as long as him, he's, it was the third longest state of the union. The first two mm-hmm. was, uh, was William, uh, Taft. No, William Clinton, Bill Clinton. Oh, and he did it twice. And he said more things in those times instead of what 45 did. And he Hyperbole. Would just and he was clapping for himself a lot. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm not even choking. Nope. Um, he did a lot of pointing. He did a lot of turning to his left and clapping out there. Um, he said a lot of dumb stuff, and I don't even want to go into it. He talked about chain migration when he doesn't realize chain. He's like, all of these people can bring like unlimited amount of peoples i'm like that's not how chain that's not how immigration works what he's trying to he's talking about chain migration is what we what americans and most people and most immigrants called family reunification so like my parents came here with an h1 visa and like all these different things became immigrants and like with paperwork all those different things came here because of the brain drain because the u.s Mm. needed more nurses Mm -hmm. and my mom's a nurse and that's how i came to this country and so 45 is saying people like my parents are just bring everyone of their family to the States. Mm. Yes and no, in that it is a long application process. It takes years. I'm talking, I'm talking like 15 years. My parents, the minute they became citizens, started filing for all of their brothers mm-hmm. and sisters and their parents to come to the States. And those are the only people they can file for, their brothers or sisters their siblings and their immediate family. So, like, if we, if you were my brother and mm-hmm. I wanted to have you, co- and you had a, a partner and kids, mm-hmm. I would file for them too. But what about our parents? Our, and I could file for our parents. Okay. Right, but like that's the only people I can file for. I can't okay. file for my cousins. Yeah. I can't file for my parents. Uncles, our parent, my parents' sister, sister and brother. Yeah. I can only do it for my immediate family. Right. And some of us have really big families, like my dad has, you know, huge. Um, And it's very expensive, very, very expensive to go through this process. But what if you're, like, British? It's all the same for everybody. Okay. It's always the same for everybody. You can, there's, like, you know, fiancé visas and things like that. If, like, if I'm like, there's those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, um, And there's loopholes there. But, like, he's making it seem like... He's he made immigration equals like gun violence, like uh, gang violence, like mm. MS thirteen. Yeah, like, like it was just nonsense. Like the thing, like there was visible and audible booze and and like ugh, 
from God. from the Democratic side of like this guy is a piece of garbage, and then the Republican side just standing up and down, getting a squat workout, mm. like a booty workout, because they're going up and down, clapping for every other sentence he says. Um, it was a mess. Um, it happened, and it was trash. And so Were what I did yeah. was vomit a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, what's going to make me feel better? That isn't just drinking my sorrows away. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to. Yeah. I decided that I was going to watch David Letterman interview Barack Aww. Obama. And it was lovely. And then I felt sad again. <laughs> oh, because you missed Barry. Oh, um, I am so attracted to Barry. <laughs> I am. You're having a lot of feels about Barry I, after watching this. I, wow. The man, vacation looks good on him. Mm. Rest looks good on him. His hair is black again. No, it's not. <laughs> the black and pepper is working very nicely. Nice. Do you, Barack? Uh-huh. Um, but it was just so lovely to hear someone and uh, compassionate, qualified, <laughs> just, <laughs> just like just co- he had coherent uh, sentences. God, it wasn't scripted. It was, uh, I li- uh, can you just go back to two thousand eight? When, you know, there was a financial crisis. I listened to (laughs) another podcast recently Mm -hmm. in which they went back to read letters from people in history Mm -hmm. in the 1800s. Mm -hmm. As uh, you do. Yeah, sure. And the letters that one guy was writing, he was a horrible human being. Okay. And his treatment of indigenous peoples in the country. Cool. Um, But he got syphilis. Nice. And why am his, I happy that someone got said? Well, yeah, well, he was not a good guy, so his nose fell off. But in over, wait, wait, what? Apparently, your nose falls off when you get syphilis. It's the first thing to go. <laughs> Things I need to Google WebMD later. I haven't verified that, but it was. Bob, if you're listening, is that real? It was certified by several people on the cast, what? so I'm like, okay, I don't think they're How joking. Do you lose a nose. We have to look into this later. I have so many questions. But the. Uh, but his mind was starting to go too. Right. And so the some of the some of the letters he was writing uh-huh. were so incoherent. But it was simplified language of. Uh, I like dog. But I like dog. <laughs> um, he had the bad cold, and uh, now everyone dead. Okay, bye. <laughs> it was just like, wow, what is going on? And you know things like. Ex- exclamations right. of simple phrases, uh, declarative statements that just have no bearing or influence on anything. Mm-hmm. And one of the people on the cast rightly pointed out, doesn't that sound really familiar? <laughs> like you could put it in <laughs> 140 ex- characters. Can we? Isn't that what we're experiencing right now? <laughs> That's, and yeah, it's just, were there any things from the cat or the uh, speech that were repeated? For, did he stay on prompter? Yes. I, okay. There was moments where he would be like, so important, or he'll be like, um, oh, you know, it seems like they like you, or like, you know, just whatever. Yeah. Um, but he it, read from it more or he, less. Yeah, he read from it from what I gather. Okay. Because he was, he didn't have the same, you know, inflection in his voice when he's off script, you know, right. how he has that, right. the timbre in his Play voice. cool, Donald. They're yeah. all watching. Um, ugh, it was so. It was Did so he say messy. certain words or phrases? In repeated patterns enough that you could do a drinking game and get hospitalized from it? Yeah, if you... The amount of times he said America, Mm. uh, Fox News wanted to let people know that he said America, like, 
50 times or something Oh, like because that. it was a testament to how patriotic how, yes, he is? yeah. And he only said, okay. I, like, 10 times. And everyone's like, oh, you know. And I'm just selfless. Like, yeah, everyone thinks he's a selfish, like, He only self- said, I, 10 times. Yeah, it's like, okay, dude, you're, you need to get your your stuff together because you're... The former You're literally pulling at pulling at anything at this point. I have no more elections to run. I know because I won them both. <laughs> oh, when he said that, uh, you remember that? I've never been more attracted to a man. <laughs> I miss that I've, guy. I've never so badly I won both of them. Wanted him to continue to be president in my life. I'm like, can we? Can four we have, more years, please. It's not even just four more years. Can they just be like royalty? Yeah, you're just in it until you die. Yeah, just Supreme Court this God. nonsense. I'm so glad that he's still alive and doing interviews with like yeah. Letterman. Michelle just did an interview with Ellen for her 60th birthday. Ellen's 60th. Yes. Oh, cool. I didn't know First she was all, that Ellen up looks there. Awesome. Yeah, I was gonna 60. say nicely done. Well done. That's what, yeah. I don't believe it. That's amazing. I'm pretty... I'm, maybe. No, I, I believe you, but I. It, she just doesn't look it. I mean... She, she doesn't look good. a day over 40. I mean, she looks good. Yeah. No, she's 60 years old. January 26th. Congrats. That's great. And Michelle looked stunning. Like, Michelle is also hot. It's just, so just so... Sophisticated. Uh, so fine. So refined. I just so kind, genuine, just, melaninful. I just want them back. Yeah, I think we this all. This is getting really depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. I mean, this could be a drinking cast at this point. Just and, like we're gonna take a quick break. Um, we're gonna drink our feelings, get some and scotch, we'll get back. and slur everything. God bless the United States of America. <laughs> Dang, uh, man. Well, yeah. so you watched it, and you have no. I'm never gonna get those. Yeah. Hours back of my life ever again. And it's gone. And Did you learn like, anything about the state of our union? Did you learn anything about... No, I'm living it. I'm pretty sure I'm aware okay. of it. it. A lot of people didn't watch it because they didn't want it to be like, this is the highest viewed... Yeah, I know, didn't watch state, it for So there was, a, there was a state of the union blackout. I know a lot of people were not watching it. I watched it because... You know, why not? I don't really... I watched it on C-SPAN. I know no one watches C-SPAN, so... That's what I did. Um, but yeah, it was done. Other than that, I mean, I think life otherwise is pretty pretty golden outside of that. I mean, I'm sure there's mm. other nonsense. I know Scott Bayo was accused of... Okay, I wasn't going <laughs> to say anything. Of some sort of grossness I wasn't to a 14-year-old. say anything. But, you know, men are trash, so. I was thinking, are we going to do our segment that we always do? Man and shit? Yep. And I was like, oh, I don't know who it was this week. I'm sure I know it was someone. No, it was Scott, Scott Bayo. Bayo. Yep. Okay. And he's and he came on Good Morning America. He's like, she, she, I didn't do anything wrong. I have nothing to worry about. It's like, what? Okay. You're you you're also a man that supported 45. So yeah, that like, speech he made. Yeah. So it's just it's you Bullocks. know what you just go go in your corner. Bullocks. Go in your corner. I didn't do anything wrong. It was in a locker room. It was locker room talk. Yeah. If you grab a vagina in a locker room, it's okay. It was the women's locker room, sir. It was still a locker room. Locker like, room talk. Locker room business. I blame everyone. Um, yep. I blame I blame white people. Well. I blame half of you. I was, yeah, I was going to Well, Bill Cosby, though. Ugh. 
got to right. remember. You know what? I blame men. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> we got to share just, that. I, I I blame anyone with a penis. There's a colonization has a hand in everything, but there's men, a lot of men did a lot of the work though. Yeah. A lot of the damage. Again, sixteen to one <laughs> testosterone. I'm just you that ratio. <laughs> I it's get a, it. It's a beast. But I need you to. I need you all to just own your own ish and you know let's keep it moving. I, we were talking about this off mic. Mm-hmm. It is so hard. As men, sorry, it's so hard for a lot of men if you don't have the right support system in place Mm -hmm. to really separate your testosterone and your ego and your insecurities Mm. from um, getting caught up in like the sex trap. Just, just because you just want sex. Because the, yeah, because because sex your insecurities, you just want a lot of your insecurities and vulnerabilities will tell you manliness means. Conquering sex, yeah, and, uh, and racking sex up with those, all the people, all the people, and because the Everyone. testosterone makes you think sex is a vital part of life. That's how a species maintains its procreation. Like, sure. like to live on this earth, you gotta reproduce, right? So that's what the the body tells us men, and it's really hard unless you're like in a, a masculine shell like this, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh. Yeah, that testosterone machine is working. Like right. that, that T is doing its job. Right. Um, but we just don't. When you can, I think stepping out of that is really hard mm. for a lot of guys. And it depends on what kind of environment you're in. You and I are in an environment where we can be critical about this kind of conversation. And we're around people and structures that support... Um, Openness, consideration, sexual respect, mm-hmm. consent, these mm-hmm. sorts of things. It's its uh, programmed and conditioned into us. Right. Versus a lot of people who just it's are not. It's a very elite that. way of thinking. Very elitist. And, but again, that's but not to I, let anyone off the hook. Right. But I'm just going to say it's a long, it's, it's a, a long. long and difficult conversation. Yep. Yeah, boy. Yucky. You boy. Ooh. Um... I have nothing else. You got anything? anything no. Else? Any fun no. things happening in the art world that I don't know about? Any no, we got. No, listen, we got one more month until the spring awakening of the art world, which is okay. the Armory Show in New York City. I'm really excited for that. It's you know, it's I'm, it pops off in March. I'm excited to go. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, it's that would be gonna be so. I'm when I go, I'll let you know because it'll be fun. Yeah, ditto. Um, it'll be a good time. Uh, Until yeah. then, we'll just be talking about some ball. Yeah, let's do some ball. Let's, let's, let's move talk in there. about it. Let's do it. All right, so it's now time to talk about some ball. Um, the standings are basically the same as before, but this past week, everything happened. Like everything. There's a lot that happened. I don't know if everything happened. No, everything happened. Steve Kerr didn't get traded. Okay, you know what? Everything happened. (laughs) Okay. Well, what is the first thing? Specifically, injuries. My God. Oh, to the all-star team. Like everybody. (laughs) There's something going on. What is happening to LeBron's all-star team? I'll tell you what's happening. Tell me. Steph Curry. What did he he do? Curry Mafia. What happened? There's something happening in the NBA right now, and mm-hmm. no one wants to talk about it, but I see what's going on okay. right now. Okay, all right. You think 
First, Stephen Curry, Odell. What did Stephen we say? Curry. What did we say after they picked the team? What did we say about Team Curry after the rosters for the All Star team were sent out? I mean that they're going to lose. Yeah, I mean, did you even try, Steph? No. He was like, yeah. you gave LeBron a starting five that is like Disgusting. the Monstars, yeah. like Monstars <laughs> level. And we were like, okay, so definitely Steph phoned it in, and LeBron right. punked him during this whole thing. <laughs> LeBron punked him. First thing that happens, Boogie Cousins. Goes down. He goes down with a uh, torn Achilles. Achilles. That's, that's going to be that a sucks. while. That's going to be a while. Sucks. That's the Kobe injury. Mm-hmm. But Kobe was fine. Was Kobe fine? No, he wasn't. Okay, I hope <laughs> that Boogie will recover fully. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got a lot of love and praise off that. So Boogie goes down. Paul George comes on to the team for the All-Stars on LeBron's team. Mm-hmm. A loss, but LeBron still looks good. Right. Then Kevin Love breaks his hand. Right. Gone for six to eight weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So LeBron loses another all-star on his team, mm-hmm. plus someone on his just regular team. Just on his team, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now John Wall has himself uh, as a knee surgery. Mm-hmm. It's going to be out two months. Another all-star on LeBron's team goes down. So I'm saying all of this is happening on Team LeBron. Team Curry has been unscathed. They're, they're sitting Gucci. Steph Curry is Tanya Harding this situation <laughs> you right are now. So wrong I for do that. not know how, <laughs> but I'm looking into it. You know, he is a man of God, so I can I can see him um, you know, talking to God a little bit and being like, Hey, can you help me out? So uh, you wanna tear some Achilles and yeah, bust wanna... up a little couple of knees? Yeah. I mean I feel like Boogie's injury, I was like very sad about. Yeah, oh yeah. What, I well, was, why? I I just really enjoy seeing him play. He's so good. He's so fun to watch. He's the and best big man in the game. Totally. And I'm like when he went down, like my heart sunk to my stomach, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, no. His talent level is incredible. Right. And the thing is, like, he's gonna come back. He's gonna be like he. I think people are like at least as far as the analysts and commentators were saying, like he has the work ethic mm-hmm. and the drive to come back and just be as strong as he yeah. just as strong as he was before, if not stronger. Oh yeah. Um so His I His timing and footwork will be just fine. Totally. And so for me, I'm, you know, giving him nothing but love like for everyone who's been injured, like that it's just it feels like everyone's dropping like flies. Because since then there's just been so many more injuries. Ugh. Like throughout the season, it's a long throughout season. Throughout this past week, I mean seventy. I mean that's a lot of games. Eighty-two. Eight, Eighty-two. Well, games. if you play like seventy, yeah. it's still a lot. Still a ton of games. And uh, then I you think Kyrie players. is like quad injury. Apparently, they're saying um, it's a knee thing. Well, I'm hearing. I'm getting it from DonBest.com, the NBA injury list. Mm-hmm. Um, that Kyrie has a quad injury. Uh, Kevin Love has a hand injury. Paul Millsap has a wrist injury and is out indefin- indefinitely. Okay. Um, Chris Ball is still out with the groin injury. Eric Gordon out with his back. Um, ugh, Golly. So it, it's just like one thing. Kawhi Leonard's still out with that quad oh, injury. Yeah. Um, he so can't catch one. a break. Yeah. This, this league is so hard. It's on tough. players' bodies, it's physically tough. We get to watch these games every night and think, 
Boy, isn't it fun for these guys to be out here playing basketball? No, it's Listen, flipping hard. It is hard on the yep. body. And part of those injuries are a result of, and research and statistics will tell you this, when they've had back-to-back games, mm-hmm. when there's less rest, yeah. players get injured more often. Yeah. So like should we move to the should we move to the football schedule schedule where it's like you have 16 weeks Oh yeah you have no, one no, game no. a week Oh god no It would be so boring It'd I would hate everything Terrible I would hate everything Every game would mean a lot Sure but it would be just horrendous. Yeah, I, can. I love like then this this cast would not exist. No way. Well, <laughs> Don't it, listen to us. God, it'd be horrible. But yeah, I I hope that Boogie and all the rest of them come back. Yeah, I mean, um, I know Boogie's injury is the one that like made me sad the most. Kevin Love's also made me sad because Kevin Love is the only one on that team that's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's just doing his damn job, and he's not saying boo about it. Yeah, he's and he's like, yeah, yeah, they talked to me about you know getting my life together, but. So so is everybody else. Do you see that freaking post by LeBron about when you don't live up to your potential, you're disrespecting the people who believe in you? Yes, I did see that. And, you know, that was about Kevin Love. No, I just thought that was like him saying, like, as a, I'm supposed to be like the best athlete of all time, so I can't, I have to always live up to my, like, I have to, because there's people looking up to me. No, that was shade. That was definite shade. Really? After... Kevin sat on the bench because mm-hmm. uh, he had, what did he have the other? Oh, no, he left the game. Mm-hmm. No, he had some kind of like flu symptoms or his stomach was not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And he had to sit on the bench. And the team in their locker room meeting where they had an intense players only, well, coach was there too. So it was like a team meeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, they addressed it. They, they felt like he bailed on them in that instance. And Kevin's like... He was sick. Yo, 20 and 10. Check my stats. <laughs> Besides LeBron, who's doing their job here? Again. You wanted me to be center? I was center. Can I... I said this before. And I'm going to say it again. Leave this white man alone. Leave Kevin alone. What the hell? He's a beautiful testament to team basketball. Let him pl- let what? him be. I can't believe that's like even a... Are you kidding and me? And then he breaks his hand, so now he gets to sit out for a while and let that team figure it out without him. Mm-hmm. I don't know and what see if they're going to be like. successful. I don't know what you're going to do. And I don't think they have been. I think they've just be been losing games back and if, forth. If Cleveland wanted to trade someone right now... Mm-hmm. Who do you think it should be? Well, no, if Cleveland wanted to get money for Kevin Love, mm-hmm. picks, money, players, they should do it now. Because he's injured. And it, it'll be a fine injury. He'll come back. Right. But um, you won't see him for two months anyway. You right. might as well get him out of Dodge, bring in some new players, start him off, mm-hmm. and see what you can. Because this team right now does not look like it might beat the Celtics. They might have trouble with that. And the Celtics yeah. just signed Greg Monroe yeah. for five mil right. a second ago, and uh, today even, I think. And so that's another big man they added to the middle of their mm-hmm. piece. So I don't know what this Cleveland team is going to do. Speaking of trades, mm-hmm. the biggest trade that shocked the, the, shocked the nation. I don't understand. Well, I understand, but... Blake Griffin 
of the former L.A. Clippers, formerly of the L.A. Clippers, is now a Detroit Piston. And you know how he found out? Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Are you, like, really? SMBS. Really, Clippers? SMBS. That is some actual garbage. I cannot believe that, because he's always played for the Clippers Mm -hmm. his whole career. Mm -hmm. He has gotten them to, like, far in various ways. Uh, Not always, but, like, done well for your team. Five-time All-Star. And this is how you do them? Yep. You signed him to a max five-year deal in the offseason. And you did a fake jersey retiring, number retirement for him. What? In the summertime when they wanted him to... uh, Oh, no, no, no. At the beginning of this year, because they wanted to show how much faith they had in Blake Griffin... They signed him to that huge contract. Right. CP3 left. Because they lost CP3. And then they did a fake jersey retirement for Blake Griffin, number 32 being raised to the rafters, to show, like, this is our commitment to Blake Griffin. I just... Everything that you just told me Mm -hmm. makes me hate the Clippers more. Yeah. Well... I mean, people are it's saying it's all doc. I mean, of course, it's it's, it's, it's always dude. business. It's always it's business doc. when the when the team moves people around, mm-hmm. but when the players decide to leave, it's disloyalty, right? Because I mean, that's exactly what LeBron said yeah, that's when what all he of said. this and all of this happened. And when he said that, it's and a business. because I was just like, you know what, you're right. It's a business. No, and Doc was straight up. If nothing else, I respect that Doc said. They asked him what made you change your mind about Blake Griffin. Mm. He said, when Detroit called us, when it told us what they were offering, and we looked at... Who do you think won in that deal? Because I know what I think about this, but... Well, who do you think? I don't think either of them. I think it's like an equal trade. Yeah, I think it was even. Yeah. I think it was was fair and square. Yeah. They both got... I mean, Doc got reunited with Avery Avery Mm. Bradley. Yeah. It's going to help him out. Um, Player and some pick action um and then you got detroit has not had a superstar in a while it'll be nice it'll be fun for them to have yeah. and blake did well in his premiere oh he looks so good 20 he looked happy 24 10 something like that yeah he looked really um glad to be somewhere where people were high mm-hmm. up on him in the eastern conference too i think he's gonna have a much easier road getting to the playoffs. potentially yeah i mean i don't think the detroit's the gonna yeah i don't think the detroit's gonna make it to the playoffs this season. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, you have a shot. I mean, punch you a, a chance. Shot yeah. I mean. Um, but especially with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond in there. Oh, that's true. I forgot about Andre Drummond. Yeah, that'll be okay. There. But um, Stan Van Gundy's got a good mindset about mm-hmm. him. But I will say this. When I think about Doc Rivers and all of this, I try to think, Doc, what's going on? I used to respect him as a coach. And now I don't. You know what? Respect I, him as even a person. I think... It's, Is it his it's kid? Too, no, no, no. Well, it's partly Austin Rivers, but it's both ways, right? Right. So you went from being on a Magic team. We'll mm-hmm. start with the Magic. Right. Coached them, a team that had no superstars. I'm talking like Daryl Armstrong was the- Who that? Exactly. <laughs> they went to the playoffs and actually did well, and they had a really good winning season. And right. It's like, Doc is coaching a team of nobodies. Yeah, and doing right. Yeah, and then- you go to the Celtics, a perennial loser. Right. With Paul Pierce. You pull off this deal, Danny Ainge, mm. with 
Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen. And did some magic there. You got a championship. Doc Rivers coached him to a championship. And Rondo, he whispered things in his ear and got him to play right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was touted as a really good coach. Mm-hmm. So much so that he was coveted by the Clippers who right. traded a rare coach trade. Mm-hmm. They traded to get a coach. Yeah. They're like, well, sell us the rights to Doc Rivers. And they <laughs> shipped their coach to L.A. So he comes out there. L.A. fans are all excited because like, they have a proven Doc. coach. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, you get Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. You got these young talents in right. the draft. You pull off a trade to get CP3. Yeah. Or I forget how. I think it was a trade. I think it was a trade, too. You get CP3. Whispers. Like, okay, Doc's cool. Right. But it doesn't feel like this. Something's not right. It's not the same respect that you had in Boston with your big three and Rondo and Kendrick Perkins. Mm -hmm. They don't have your back like that. Mm -hmm. They're kind of looking at you with a little bit of skepticism. Yeah, they're not sure. Then you bring in your son, Austin Rivers. And that Fs everything up. Now they really... It was fine until they started... Thinking there was little bits of favoritism, and you're the president. Well, you're the president of basketball Please. operations during the let's time. Call it, let's call it what it is. You make all the basketball choices, and you're not trading your son for Carmelo Anthony and other prospects. Those guys are losing some respect. So mm-hmm. I think Doc, in all of that, is trying to navigate business decisions, mm-hmm. but also his personal feelings in that. Motherfuckers, I'm Doc Rivers. You should respect me. And they're saying... just trust my process. Just trust my process. The process. But he's not getting that same kind of respect from them because they don't feel like he's earned it. Right. And so at the end of the day, it was hard for him to let go of CP3. Mm -hmm. But he kind of, either consciously or subconsciously, was okay letting go of that. They butted heads. That is no secret. Right. They did not always see eye to eye. (coughs) He was fine letting go of that. Blake... He knew Blake was good, but right. Blake's not an all-star anymore. He gets injured. And is this Clipper team going to beat the Rockets or the Warriors? Nope. Nah. So what do you... Or the Spurs? Yeah. What are you holding on to him for? Right. So yeah, they got rid of him. No, I mean, it makes sense, but it, I just, I, I just, they did him dirty by the way that it all went down. I think that's hmm. my problem. And I think that's what most people are upset about is that it True. was done as dirty as it was. You got to call a guy up. <coughs> Speak to a mano y mano. Right. It's like, it's like, I feel like it was like a, like a breakup that you found out about be- because the guy ghosted on you. Nah, I would compare it to. You found out because Someone people else? talked about it on social media. We <laughs> <laughs> just okay. That's too literal. I was trying to be more metaphorical. Yeah, no. I think you did. You did right, but I, we were just talking off air about like technology in today's day and age and what it must be like to grow up as a middle schooler. Oh, no. Can you imagine thinking you're going steady with a certain person and then all across you know, Instagram? You know you're old when you say you're going steady with someone. You know you're old when. The kids aren't calling it that anymore. No. You know what I used to think it meant? What? I used to think it was... So, I don't... I My brain doesn't even comprehend this anymore. Uh-huh. But like, steady... What does steady mean? Right. What does I it mean? thought it was a close association to the word study. So you would just say, hey, do you want to study with me? And people would study together. But it was like pronounced steady when it was romantic. 
And then it took me a while before, like, to understand. You know, steady just means consistent, right? (laughs) Like, just consistently. Bro, you're overthinking this. It's, <laughs> you're consistently holding her hand and wanting to be her friend forever. Right. <laughs> on a consistent basis. On a steady basis. <laughs> a steady diet of <laughs> compromise. Oh, <laughs> that's, wow. That's, that's what love is comprom- compromise. Ain't that so, the truth? So this, uh, but anyway, all I'm saying is if I were dating someone in middle school mm-hmm. and everyone knew it, and then all of a sudden the school starts sending out tweets like, Yo, they're not together anymore. Yo, you're not together anymore. And, and everyone, and you're just, and then you send that Will Smith GIF with the eyes raised. And you're like, what? Um, you're like, wait, and then I'm you not? go, to, and then you go see your significant other. And you're like, uh, Are is we this, what is going on? Together? Oh, by the way, I'm dating. Um, I'm dating Stacy now. <laughs> so, bye. <laughs> you know, that's dirty. They shouldn't have done them like that, Blake. I was very impressed by he how was, mature he was. He was absolutely thing. like, okay, it is what it is. And he kept it moving. And Giannis Anatokounmpo was like, someone asked him something about like, oh, what, how do you feel about Blake being, you know, in the Midwest, like in Detroit? Mm-hmm. He's like, I need a coat. <laughs> yeah. It's cold out here. <laughs> this ain't LA, dude. This is not LA. I was like, yes, Giannis. I'm, edu- I'm excited for him. I think it's going to be an, a... a in the long term, could be something really fun. I'm excited for him and Detroit, but I, what I do wonder though, yeah, is how the Detroit. When you think of the Detroit Pistons, what do you think of? Bad Boys. You think of Isaiah Thomas and the Bad Boy yeah. Pistons. Yeah. You think of rough and tumble Motor City. Yeah. You think of. Um, I don't think Blake Griffin. I don't think Blake Griffin. Yeah. And so it's interesting to see a guy like Andre, Kendall Jenner dating. Blake Griffin. I don't Wait, Kendall Jenner dates him? They're kind of together. Like they're like they're that. they're like messing around with each other, apparently. Allegedly. Nothing's they're not they're, there's no titles. I'm assuming. But this is what I'm saying. Like, you have a guy who throughout <laughs> his career has been somewhat touted as a little soft around the edges. Right. He gets a little physical and choppy here or there because he sure. wants to defend himself, but sure. across the league a lot of players feel like he's not that physical. Yeah. You're dating one of the Kardashians, and now she's a Jenner. <clears throat> but next, okay, thank you. Sorry, I'm sad. I'm not there. keeping up enough with that. <laughs> Breaks that my good. heart. That was good. So they that go, was a good tear that went down your eyes. I got some. Some of my sunscreen is like getting a little yeah, what's melty. Do you use? I don't know some cheap stuff. I got like oh, in a beach somewhere. Are you, be- are you being serious? Yeah, I picked up some sunscreen somewhere a long time ago, and then I just have a bottle of it. I just do a little dog. Probably expired. Expired. Does sunscreen expire? Yeah, things expire. Everything expires. Everything expires? A lot of things expire. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Nothing lasts forever. Life lessons from Brian. That's fair. That's fair. But I do think about how Detroit will receive him at the first signs of softness. Mm. Um, well, he, this might just toughen him up. I hope so. I hope he keeps a chip whatever, on his shoulder. Or whatever that means, right? Like, I don't want, like, to, like it's not, you're not more masculine because you're more tough. It's just, I, whatever. As a power yeah. forward, you need to be assertive. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, I think that's the better word. Hopefully he's yeah. more assertive and he is more confident in his game and he does well. 
Yeah. No, but he looked great in his debut, and mm-hmm. I hope he does well. Number 23 for the Detroit Pistons. Roll, man. Do you think? Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do we, do we want to talk about the nonsense that LeBron said as our last No, thing? that's not what he said. Let's talk about it, but... The, I know what he's doing. Do you want? Nah. Do you want to tell the? Do you want to tell the listeners what he did? I'll tell you. I maybe you know more of the story than I do. What I know is I woke up two days ago <laughs> to some bullshit, <laughs> like everyone else did. But I did not react to it right away because I recognized it for what it was. Yeah, I opened up my phone because you started to be a rational person and and you want to. You're because this is this is a good thing about being a robot. Yeah. You know, where, like, you don't have feelings. <laughs> where my reaction was the complete opposite of yours. But <laughs> Called in sick. Didn't <laughs> go to work. Like, um, I, no, I opened the phone. I looked at the first thing. I think thing. I sent it to you, right? You did. But, okay. I mean, I saw it on all the feeds. Right. And it was just a picture of LeBron James photoshopped into a Golden State Warriors jersey. And it said, LeBron James says that. This offseason, he would listen to uh, conversations from the Warriors about perspective, about potentially playing there. Right. If they have the, if they have the salary cap to, like, to do right. that. Because you know he's... Going to get paid a lot of money. He's going to get paid stupid money. So he said he would listen. Yes. Okay. So when I saw that image of him in a Warriors jersey and read that at first... You know what? My I, reaction was everyone's reaction. What the? <laughs> but then, within about two seconds, I thought, yeah, this is absolutely not true. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so, like, again, this is the benefit of being a robot where you're like, oh, yeah, I can be rational. I was upset for a. Like, I think I saw you like an hour after I said yeah. that to you. I'm, I was still upset. I'm just like, are you. What is wrong with him? It definitely <laughs> put a cramp in my side. I was like, are you. First of all, we all know that the decision was bad, right? Like mm, the spe- not, not, not no, the, the choice. No, the spectacle yeah, of the, spectacle. the decision. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know, this the decision was when LeBron made this TV bonanza. The, the benefit of the Boys and Girls Club of Cleveland, I believe, right? Yeah. Or, or you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. so it was great, like for uh, for the Boys and Girls Club. But he made a spectacle about the decision of what he was going to do as far as his next steps. Because his contract was up, and it was like, where is he going to go? Of course, Cleveland wanted him in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. This is 2010, I believe. Right. And he's like, he's going to take his talents to South Beach. Deuces. To Miami. Mm-hmm. And so people were really pissed about that. And so and we, and we that was a younger, not as smart, better hairline LeBron. Oh, God. You know what? I'm going to go there. Yeah. I'm going to go there because I'm a jerk. You're not I, lying. I'm, You're not lying. Where's the lie, right? So. <laughs> And then he finally came back, all these different things. And everyone, I think Cleveland is aware that there, there could be another breakup in, mm-hmm. this, in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw this, I, like, in the back of my head, I'm just like, this makes sense. He's putting Cleveland on notice. He's, yeah. he's putting the Cleveland management on notice. Dan Gilbert. That if you don't get your life together. Look at this roster. You are going to figure out what you need to do to pay me my money. Right. Because... If I am a, I'm, I am going to be one of, not the, one of the greatest players of all time in basketball. Remains to be Shut seen. Shut up. Remains. We will talk about this in a different cast because I have lots of thoughts about that. Um, All-time scoring champion. Yeah. Let's just leave that to Kareem. Um, and you're going to have 
like get your life together, get this roster together because something isn't working. Mm-hmm. Figure that out. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's the coach, figure that out. If it's yeah. if it's the players, figure that out. If you want me here, you got to figure this this stuff out. Right. If you want me here, so yeah, he, he clearly is due because LeBron, as we talked about off mic, is a drama starter. He wants to. He, he wants, wants to, it. He likes to stir the pot a little. Yeah. You know, in an intellectual way, and LeBron, yeah. if you do this. Oh God, no, no, no! I will say this: if you do this, it would be a punk ass move. It would be worse than what Kevin Durant did. Oh, that's like that's why I'm just like, if he did this, he would not be the greatest player of all time. He would be a punk ass. Unless and he would what? Unless uh, no. How do you get a guy with that kind of max dollars on a team where you already have the highest paid player in the league? He's not the highest paid player in the Steph league. Steph Curry. I thought it was Russell as the highest paid. He, if you work out the, I saw this somewhere where if you work out a certain like year to dollar ratio tax I'd thing. I think overall, overall. Yeah, it's like maybe Russell edges him by a certain thing, but after like tax and everything, it whatever. Steph Curry is top two highest paid, two hundred right. million dollar contract, five years, and he deserves it. Yeah, for sure. So how do you get someone like LeBron who's going to need five years and max dollars? You have to give up players, and so for that, if you, you have to gut the entire Warriors team, who are they going to gut? Kevin Durant's not safe. No, because you're going to tell me Draymond's not safe. Well, they'll they'll, they'll keep because you Draymond. can't because you like. No, I don't even know if they will. Because who can you pay when you're going to have to pay two players max dollars and five years, and Kevin Durant's one of those. So Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. And LeBron James. They all have to take pay cuts. This is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You'd have to gut an entire... You'd have to gut... It would be Steph Curry and LeBron James on that team. Kevin Durant and other people would have to go. Right. Literally everybody else would have to go. So why would you do that if you were LeBron? You and also, why do would it. you do that if you were the Warriors? Because yeah. clearly your team, if you keep this team the way it is for the next at least mm-hmm. three, four years, you're, you're going to win championships. Yeah, you wouldn't do this unless you were really trying to just, like, sabotage the Warriors mm-hmm. and just ride out the rest of your contract. Right. Um, and the Warriors are fine without him. So This I, is not going to happen. I believe. But if it does happen, my respect oh, yeah. for LeBron, it would be gone. I'd stop watching basketball if that happened. You know you wouldn't. No, I would. No, you wouldn't. Why would I watch? You know you're right. Why would I watch basketball? The Warriors already have a, <laughs> a corner on the market. The only thing that gives me any kind of hope is that LeBron can bring a team to it's face a, the Warriors. The, from the East. Now, if LeBron joins the Warriors, I would watch no more basketball. I would it would not be fun. Zero basketball. I already think Kevin Durant's move to the Warriors made this league worse. Oh, yeah. Everyone did. He's a punk ass. Thank you, Stephen A. Smith. Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, if, and yeah. I would say it to your face, Kevin. <laughs> to your face. On your birthday, and I, and with would, your candles, I would arrange punk ass however many years. And I would call you Slim Reaper. Slim Reaper. <laughs> I don't care if you don't like it. That's your name now. Uh, no, you're LeBron. A, you're a punk ass Slim Reaper. LeBron came out with a statement at, recently at mm-hmm. the um, press conference and... Uh, practice shoot around they asked him you know about the statement he said listen i didn't say it unless it came from my mouth i don't what do you mean he didn't say it he never said that who did he say do you have it on mic it's not on camera anywhere it's it was reported that he said it's reported by a reporter lebron is denying that that was said uh, he is very 
And he said, unless, he said, I don't care if you hear from my wife, my daughters, whoever. My daughter. He only has one daughter. Oh, sorry. My daughter. My children. Um, But I, unless it came from my mouth, it's not true. So. Okay. That's what he said. He said, he went on to say it's disrespectful to my team, the coaching staff here, to talk about this and make these suggestions and allegations. I'm not going to think about my summer until this summer. So don't ask me any more questions this year about playing for other teams. Right. I'm here to win a championship with this team. So that's what he's saying. Hey, why would you go play for them? But I think it's rightfully so. You should say, if the Warriors approach you, you you have to listen. because That's stupid to not listen. Well, not... Um, you it's, should know it's, all your options, right? It's not stupid. I think it's um, as weird as this sounds. You don't owe them anything, but it's the courteous thing to do. It's it's the professional thing to do, if right? You, like, yeah. It's, it's disrespectful if you didn't. You respect these guys. Yeah. So it's not like... Who can I say? It's not like the Orlando Magic are approaching you. Right. You know? It's yeah. not like they're saying, hey, I have a team with a bunch of ragtag young mm-hmm. folk. Will you come play with us to win no championships, but maybe we'll make the playoffs? No, this is a perennial championship team. If they come to talk to you, you listen, and then you politely decline. <coughs> right, as you do. As you do. Yeah, man, but no, if he were to do that, <coughs> I agree with you. Punk. Absolutely dead movie. to me. Absolutely. No longer, and no longer would he be my favorite player. Hmm. And no longer would I say he's the greatest player we may have seen. He would just be dirt. He won't do it. He knows better. Yeah. He's got he's, he, he's learned from the decision to do, not do this. I think he even said that. He was like, I remember, he so much has said, I've gone through free agency a few times now. Yeah. And you, oh, wait. No, he said, I've gone through free agency a few times now. And each time, you know, I don't make a decision until the season's over at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like, the right time? Maybe not in the right way, though. Yeah. But <laughs> whatever. Um, but, yeah, so that's all things basketball. I think uh, Mello uh, is on p- past the 25,000 mark of all yeah. points. Congratulations. Um, I think Dwayne Wade also made um, a mark, too. I forgot what, what though. Mm. I think he did. Maybe 21, 23? Oh, that wouldn't surprise me because he's in that range. Yeah. He's somewhere where he, he also broke some sort of some sort of barrier. But but that's all things basketball I got. Do you have anything else to add to the to add to the mix for the good of the order? Mm, no, I'm just looking up this Dwayne Wade thing, mm-hmm. trying to find where it is. But uh, a recent quote from Dwayne Wade is that uh, he would like to, he would love to finish his career retired in a Miami Heat jersey. So on the horizon, okay. if things don't work out this year in Cleveland, we may see him back in Miami. You never know. He might hey. be coming back. Let do you, boo. I would love to see that. That'd be fun. That would for be no fun. other reason than to just say this is home. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, sentiments. Well, but that's all I got. All right, let's then talk about some dope people.
All right, folks, it is time to talk about some dope people. Sir, I think you're first, so tell us who your dope person is. This week, it is a sad and somber dope Mm. person, but one who um, has been really important to the NBA community. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the NBA lost a uh, wonderful person, teammate, Mm. friend, um, in Rasul Butler, Mm. who um, was killed in a single vehicle crash in Los Angeles on Wednesday. And he was 38. His mm-hmm. wife at the time, uh, Leah LaBelle, mm-hmm. was also in the car with him. She was 31 at the time of the crash. Both people sadly uh, passed. Mm-hmm. So I think at the scene, from what I from what I remember and heard from. Yeah, more details still coming out, but you know the NBA has been um, reacting, and so players have been posting and putting things out about the career. And I remember him as a player. Yeah. So when I heard the name, I, I definitely, he was never a starter no. uh, on a team, but he was a, a solid role player for, mm-hmm. I was like, I remember seeing him on a few teams. Right. He played for quite a few teams. Yeah. And so, um, like 13 I was, year career, right? Yeah. Now I'm reading 14 mm. and he played for eight teams. So That's I won't even list team. them all, but yeah. he like was, uh, you know, he was a solid contributing player who got minutes and contributed and was a quality guy in the locker room. Sorry. <laughs> I just had green tea with ginseng and barbecue chips because it's 1130. Well, it's like almost one o'clock at night. So I just belched in my apologies. I don't even know how to react to that. It wasn't, that was awesome. wasn't the finest moment it wasn't. for my dope person. Um, all right. Back on track. Back on track. Um, but he was, uh, you know, he was definitely Therefore, ingrained in a lot of organizations, yeah. management and coaching staff and teammates. People speak very highly of him. So you've got all these players just posting out about the um, the fondness that people will remember him with. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, just other than what we know from how people have been thanking um, Rasul's spirit and everything for uh, what he did on this earth during his time... There are some other things um, just to note about his career. So he did play for eight teams. I'll just go ahead and list them. Why mm-hmm. not? The Miami Heat, New Orleans Hornets, uh, back when they were in New Orleans, Los Angeles Clippers, Chicago Bulls, Toronto Raptors, Indiana Pacers, Washington Wizards, and the San Antonio Spurs. Um, born in Philadelphia and raised in South Philadelphia, um, playing college ball at LaSalle and drafted second round of the 2002 NBA draft. Um, by the Miami Heat, 53rd overall. Mm-hmm. Um, had a good college career, solid, got himself drafted. Um, and beyond that, he just, I didn't realize how good he was from three. He was a pretty good mm-hmm. marksman, shooting around 37%, and uh, setting. Yeah, no, he was just like average 17 minutes of action, 4.9 points during Mm. some seasons. Finished with a 7.9 points per game career average. Um, He starred in Trina's music video, Here We Go. I do remember that. Yeah, I do too. I (laughs) I remember that very clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And was uh, close friends with NBA star Lamar Odom. And so he appeared on Lamar and Chloe, or Chloe and Lamar, mm-hmm. that show, several times mm. as Lamar's friend. 
Oh, I don't think I realized that. Mm-hmm. He was there. I hope uh, Lamar's okay. Yeah. Just because of the things that he's dealt with as, you know, losing people in his life and substance abuse and things like that. Yeah. And, like, the crash was something that people are saying that um, it was a high-speed <clears throat> related thing and that it could have been prevented if they weren't driving so fast. But, again, we don't know, you know, what happened at the end of the day. At the end of the day, we lost... Um, to very beautiful, very uh, thriving young people. And that's, it's just sad. Yeah. So, I mean, much like what the, oh, and he was also involved um, in something I remember. Um, he was involved in the largest trade in NBA history. Which one? It was in 2002. No, 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 no. I think it was 2005, um, a four-team trade that involved the Memphis Grizzlies, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, Utah Jazz, and featured 13 players, Eddie Jones, Antoine Walker, Jason Williams, and James Posey, to name a few. Wow. I remember when that went down. I don't remember He was that. one of the guys, but I was focused on those four <coughs> instead. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he, he left a footprint in the NBA, but... More so, it sounds like he made a connection on a personal level with a lot of yeah. people in his life. I think people were saying, like, there, no one ever had a bad thing to say about him. Mm. Um, and, like, for you to be playing with all of those teams... Oh, yeah. Um, you need to be a likable kind of person, right? A locker like, room guy. Yeah, you need to be able... Not doing locker room talk. No, no, no. no. Like our president. No, no, But no, 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 no. doing, you know, the, the camaraderie, the the fellowship that team is... Building. The team building yeah. of, of basketball. So, um, really, yeah. I'm really sad to see... Like, I was, I was shook when I saw... I was just like, what? Like, that was... Because his wife was part... Um, Contested, it was a contested American Idol. Mm. I remember her from American Idol, um, so it was just one of those like this. Just it just came out of nowhere in, in a lot of mm. ways. So so to the family, yeah, yeah, the family of both. Like our condolences. Yeah, and so um, and they both are dope. So yeah, hope they're resting yeah. in power and in paradise. Um, so I guess I will switch mine up to something a little bit more happy. Yeah, what do you have? Um, if you didn't know, it's Black History Month. The coldest, darkest month of the whole year. <laughs> yeah. Shortest month. Yeah. All right, um, great. It is uh, the shortest month where we try to, you know, honor black history, which is, that's, I'm not going to talk about that yeah, beyond, yeah. beyond that. Um, but I thought it would be cool to highlight and um, talk about the star of Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Um, not only because he's fine as hell. But <laughs> I mean, there's that. And it's a fact. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, what's it? What's the word? Um, objectify. Objectify him. Yeah. But boy, is fine. Um, but he uh, beyond beyond him being just a, a fine man. Um, he has um, he's been working in the industry for for some time. He is. How old do you think he is? He's the guy who plays Black Panther. I would say he's probably 37, 38. Mm-hmm. He's not. How old is he? He's 41. Okay. Looks good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he's been working for some time and doing, doing things. Um, and one of the, let me see if I can pull this up. Um, he's originally from South Carolina, um, and he was raised, uh, in the city of Anderson in South Carolina. Um, yeah. And so he, uh, graduated from the British American Drama Academy in Oxford. Um, and, uh, he, uh, went to, on to graduate to New York City's Digital Film Academy, um, after some time and moved to Los Angeles in 2008 to pursue his acting career. Mm. And, you know, he's had several film things that he's done. Um, he was in 42, he was in Captain America, well, he was in Captain America stuff, obviously. Um, I believe he was in Get On Up, the James Brown, Mm -hmm. um, film. Mm. And... He did a lot of, obviously, TV shows from um, lots of, like, Law & Order, CSI New York, ER, back in 2008. Oh, dang. Yeah. So, like, he's he's done stuff. So he's been doing this for a minute. It's not something necessarily new for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously his big break, his big, his big thing was um, being part of Captain America Civil War, where he played Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And now he's a, he is... The star, the guy, the person, the superhero that is Black Panther um, in the Black Panther movie. Um, And one of the things that the reasons why I wanted to speak on to him is because he recently had an interview where he was kind of just talking about how while they were filming uh, Black Panther, he had he would drive two hours to see his family family in Anderson, South Carolina, um, and he was talking about like you know I've experienced racism. I lived in South Carolina. It's I've seen I grew up seeing Confederate flags. I you know this is just I grew up seeing the Klan. Like this is part of kind of life. Um, and so he was and so he talked about how while he was shooting and driving past um, you know from back and forth between the the set. And home, he would say, I would see the clan holding rallies in a Walmart car park, uh, car park. So it was like we're going forward and backwards at the same time. People don't want to experience change. They just want to wake up and it's different. Uh, they just want to wake up and it's different. But this shooting Black Panther and then driving past the clan, that's what that's what change feels like. That, you know, hey, here's the clan, they're doing their thing, but I as a black man like that's like the past and I want to see change and the change is me doing this Black Panther movie being a black man having all these beautiful black people of all shades of black right not just light skin pretty mm-hmm. you know what we call light skin and pretty mm-hmm. but also having dark skin and beautiful people there too um so I just I'm really excited for Black Panther and I thought you know with Black History Month starting we should uh we should celebrate this and why the hell not, right? Go ahead and see this movie. I literally cannot wait. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. That was a good person. Yeah. I like and, that. And you, maybe maybe the month of February, I only uh, acknowledge the dope black people of our, of our country, of our, okay. of, our, of our society. I'm going to give myself that challenge. Okay. I don't think it's going to be this hard. Is the February challenge for you? Yeah, right. I don't think it's going to be hard, though. Okay, take the February challenche. <laughs> just, just dope black people. recognize dope black people. Why not? All right. Let's do it. I like it. Let's, uh, let's debunk any sort of anti-black sentiment, right? Yeah. So I think that's all that we have for the cast. So before we leave, make sure you check us out on all of our social media mm-hmm. platforms, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Dallin Dribblin, 
Check us out on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher. Rate us, t- uh, comment, tell us what we're doing cool. Give us ideas. We're always down to listen. Yeah. Anything else you want to add for the good of the order? No, I appreciate the time and have a dope Black History Month. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. All right, folks, we'll chat you later. Yeah.